0: What's up, New England? Tommy. Hey, bud. Lars Borison, Welcome to The Room Podcast. Wednesday night. Yes, sir. 2023. The first podcast of 2023. And I wouldn't want any other guys in The Room other than Tommy, my co-host on a Wednesday, and Lars, uh, partner in crime for New England MMA, the brains behind full contact management, and uh, a dude that has many talents that people don't know about, but we might discuss Mm -hmm. them tonight. Uh, Lars Lars does a lot of stuff with Photoshop and the computer and uh he's uh really savvy at at that kind of creative thing. So we'll we'll cover everything with Lars tonight. We're going to try to keep it to an hour. But Lars yeah. man, happy new year brother. Happy belated birthday. I believe you turned 35 the day after New Year's, man. Uh-huh. Happy birthday, brother. How was uh your holidays? Uh, let's let's recap for like 5 minutes on
1: Lars' Borsenhan. hand. Yeah, but yeah, well, that's exciting. <laughs> uh, actually, I turned 41. What that's that's how uh, old I wish am. It was <laughs> but, uh, I turned 41 uh two days ago, so okay. you no, know, another year down. But uh, I had a good holiday, good New Year's, had some family in town, you know, spoiled the kids a little bit. Nice. Um, went down to Florida and, and Disney World the beginning of the month. Oh, wow, so it's uh, it's been a little hectic. I've been kind of like Taking a few weeks off just from a lot of the stuff we do uh, on the management side and the website side, just trying, trying to recharge my batteries for the new year. And it's a good time just because there's not a ton going on in the region when it comes to MMA. So yep. starting to fire back up, get my batteries recharged, and ready to rip it in 23.
0: Yeah,
2: Excellent. That's point. a good thing to do at the uh, the end of the year, kind of take a little time off and then come back strong.
0: Yeah, we all kind of did that. Uh, We were all kind of quiet, Lars. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're usually talking every day or, you know, at least talking about somebody or throwing a, you know, know, some kind of feed up there that we saw on social media. But we didn't talk for like a couple of weeks, man, during that. I mean, you were away, like you said, with the family. And then uh, the holidays came across and everyone's working. And here we are, man, 2023, kicking it off with... You know, Saturday night, we got two cards in New England. Uh, we got reality fighting over at Mehegan Sun, and then we have Cage Titans 57 at Plymouth and Maury Hall. So, uh, kicking it off with a, with a bang uh, January 7th, man. How excited are you to, you know, get the ball rolling on that end? And actually, you know, I don't know if you're going to attend Cage Titans, but get to watch regional level fighting uh, either on streams or live.
1: Yeah, I'm fired up, man. It's been a little while. I think the last show I was at was Combat uh, Combat Zone in Manchester. God, was that mid-November or maybe late November? Um, So, you know, there's there's always kind of a lull around this time of year in the region when it comes to MMA. And uh, so we're starting to see some promotions pick back up. Uh, We got got a couple nice uh, fights going on this weekend. I plan on attending uh, Cage Titans. They got a solid card down there in Plymouth. Mm -hmm. um so i'll be down there probably with travis and jeff i think we have dylan uh who's a new writer for us who's killing it uh kid kid's a grinder and loves loves the sport has passion for it i think he's gonna be down at reality fighting in connecticut um and then there you know i know Donnie brooks having a card up in vermont as well so uh, And if Tommy wants to head up there and cover that, he can surely do that
2: if he wants. Hey, I, I like you Vermont. You Vermont? Yo, I
1: like Vermont. <laughs>
0: we'll send you to Vermont, yeah. Tommy. You can have some beers. And, like, yeah, just, I'll bring you my weed Donnie Bro- Brook. I mean, it, there's there's a lot of kickboxing and stuff. So, But that mm. that would be a nice card just to, you know, Joe. we'll send you and your wife. Sure. As our media. Yeah, hotel room. Um, yeah, and then you guys tub. can...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Live stream. Dude,
0: you're driving back. You're not staying here. that <laughs> Come on. Nice. I mean, unless you get a fucking hot tub in the, yeah. in the gas station. The no-tell. Man. The no-tell.
2: Heart-shaped <laughs> hot tub, you know?
0: We're starting <laughs> off slow here, brother. <laughs> we'll pay for your gas. Yeah, exactly.
2: Maybe a cheeseburger <laughs> or something, right?
0: So, Lars, man, you mentioned you will be going to uh, Cage Titans, man. Um, you know, let's get to that card, or let's get to the event itself. Uh, Cage Titans doing big things, uh, announcing a lot of big things. Uh, another a new streaming platform that they teamed up with. Uh, You know, I don't know the details, but I I will have to use that streaming platform because I will be doing a live fight companion here Saturday night. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll be checking that out so I can kind of give, you know, my say on that test run, you know, um, cage Titans, 57 Lars, uh, what stands out here as far as this, this card and, and how excited you are to, you know, get these fights going here.
1: Yeah. You know, Paul bear, he, he always throws together a solid card. You know, he announced the other day that they have this new streaming platform, which is really cool for them to see. I know he was he was trying to run, you know, kind of the streaming side of things by himself. And there's always some hiccups, uh, you know, during that learning curve. You know, I remember one show, it was delayed like an hour coming on. So I'm sure he just doesn't want to deal with that headache anymore. Um, so he's partnered with a company called, I think, Spectation. I don't know much about him, but it sounds like there's some a gambling component to what they do as well. So you might be able to bet on the fights. What? I'm not sure. Um, uh, I'd like to get some more info from Paul Ver on that because it's kind of a, a new, interesting angle to bring to fights here in the region. Um, and, you know, when I think about that, you know, I love to gamble on fights. Um, <clears throat> but ah! I think when, <laughs> when you're talking regional MMA, it's, you know, that can be kind of, that can be a dangerous situation, especially with guys who aren't making a ton of money. Um, but, you know, I, I think they'll probably put the, the bet limits pretty low, so it really couldn't influence somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, he just kind of dropped that in the podcast the other night, or his Table Titans uh, okay. show the other night. So, he mentioned the gambling side of it, so I'm assuming they're going to have betting lines. Um well, it should be kind of cool. Well, I, I, one thing I have to
0: say about that, like you said, I mean, it, it'll be easy. I mean, to I mean, not saying they're going to fix it, but there's not going to be an oversight watching this, you know, as far as amateurs. I mean, if you're going to be able to bet on amateurs and shit like that. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they'll allow betting on amateurs. OK, I don't think that that would be. But still, who would who would oversee who would oversee that here? As far as um, betting, you know, to make sure it's, it's, it's yeah, going the,
2: by the book. it have to be, be the I mean? commissioner, the mask gambling commission. Like, who comes in for well, that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it comes down to whatever this spectations, uh, what their platform is. Mm-hmm. You know, are they a gambling company or are they just setting lines? Uh, if they're yep. just, like, saying, hey, here are the betting lines, but they're not actually not giving people the opportunity to bet, that's one thing. And, you know, if they're taking in money, um, you know... Massachusetts I, it's it's legal to, to sports bet the sports bet now so i'm assuming they would have to have a Massachusetts license i don't know the specific All right yeah i would imagine it's kind of an Interesting <laughs> angle
0: if if they i mean i mean if they're going to go that route i'm sure they have um you know their eyes dotted t's crossed and uh, you know they're not going to want any headaches i mean mike mike is pretty uh by the book and yeah. he don't i mean he's not given it's not easy for Mike to hand off stuff as far as uh, in control. So if he does, he makes sure that whoever he's handing that off to is trusted and they're not going to fuck things up on him. So uh, we'll right. see what's happened, man. Uh, Saturday night, like I said, we'll be watching that stream. We'll be able to give a firsthand, uh, you know, take on it. And we'll be using uh, your play-by-play and, you know, whatever whatever shit you throw on Instagram, we'll be uh, jumping on that, seeing results from Cage Titans and you guys. So it's going to be a fun night, man.
1: Yeah, it should be good. The, you know, the card's shaping up pretty solidly. You know, Giannetti fighting Saul Almeida uh, in the main event for the 155 belt. Saul hasn't fought in like four years, and he's on kind of a skid, but very intriguing matchup. Uh, you know, Peter Barrett's back. Nice. You know, I think one that's uh, a fight that kind of regional MMA is kind of like, oh, it's interesting, is Aaron Hughes versus Matt Denning. Mm-hmm. Um so that's kind of a cool fight and you got cam Martle on there andrew aldina nate russell versus tyler Smythe for the uh for the uh flyweight amateur belt so solid card i think there's i don't know what 17 18 fights on the card right Jeez. now something like
0: that yeah and cage titans always has uh enough fights mm-hmm. let's say that yeah. um they are never short on fights going there man uh you know Joe, uh, Joe, I'm sorry. Mike has to cut cut it off at times, or add another show in a couple of weeks. Do you know anything ab- about their their next show? Like, uh, how how steady are they going to be as far as Cage Titans, you know, heading into the the new year? I mean, here we are, January, uh, you know, January seventh, and it looks like yeah, he I, he.
1: Go ahead. I know that Mike's Mike's already got his dates locked down for the year. Uh, you know, he gets ahead of that pretty quickly. So I do not I, I do know what the calendar looks like moving forward for them. Um, I'm not one to kind of drop that info. Yep. But it looks like there's going to be six or seven cards. Oh, beautiful. Uh, this year for them. Good for them. Um, that, and, you know, Mike always adds in a, a, another card here or there. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he, he ends up with more than the six or seven he's already got booked.
0: Yeah. I mean, you imagine if he goes back to pins or something for, uh, you know, one of those uh, Muay Thai kind of MMA cards. That would be cool. Um, or just an, a whole amateur card. I mean, you never know what goes on mm-hmm. as far as the ideas that come out of him. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe he'll add slap fighting into into the fucking mix. You never know. <laughs> hey, Dana White, pretender. Can we talk about how stupid that is? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. I, thought, I, mean, I hate dude, it. Dude, it's great for me with the memes and just sharing oh, yeah. the stuff because people eat it up. Lars, I think the new generation eats this shit up. You know what I mean? They, You know what I mean? I think, I think that's where... The majority, unless they have beer drinkers in, uh, you know, in the trailer parks. And you think that's, that's what a, it was, though? That's that's the fan base? Yeah, or
2: the, the, the people doing it. <laughs> that's, who, yeah. that's
0: the competitive. Yeah. yeah I understand that. Nah. But they have the kids like, yeah, that's awesome. Laz, what's your take on that?
1: Uh, I, I just think it's a dumb sport. I mean, that's entertaining, but let's be honest, there's not much skill to it. No. And it's just. I, Basically, the only goal is to knock somebody out, essentially, and it's just going to create concussions, brain CTE. Trauma, CTE 100% is like, what
2: I was saying. You get a concussion, you get slapped one time. These guys collapse after that. You're not being able to yeah, and it's, defend and it's yourself. Continuous. I yeah, mean, they're
1: on to the next fucking no. match. And
2: you can't put your hands up to defend yourself. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah,
1: it's stupid. I hate it. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. Punch Dude, each I, other. I mean, and, and like for, for Dana White, who's like the ambassador of the sport or whatever, or. Uh, you know, who runs the, most, you know, the biggest promotion in the world where this is a, a real like issue. I mean, yep. CTE and, and oh, game yep. is a real issue, not only in NFL, but MMA as well. Mm-hmm. So, and now you're, you're investing in a sport that basically the only way to win is to give, is to knock a guy out or give him a concussion. It's just, I don't know. It's dumb. I don't know. Is that the
0: only way to win? I mean, I don't know the rules. You could just like slap either. the shit out of him for like, yeah, how do you win? You know, I mean, Maybe you do slap it Until you knock Until someone you're the, the fuck unconscious.
2: Out. Holy shit, that'd be terrible.
0: Man, all right, we're bringing uh, light to it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna, we're gonna have to. Have, we're this. gonna have to order the next <laughs> exactly. one and do a fight slap companion.
2: We're gonna I, do I it to each other.
0: Fucking, I'll, I'll invest it in it. Uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna compete in to a fucking slap invest competition. In fucking slap fighting, dude. Um, all right, so reality fighting, also, bro. But we don't know much about that because if you look at Tapology, uh, all they have is grappling fights. I've uh, you know, I know a few of the fighters on the card don't necessarily know their matchups because there's really no posters out there for matchups. What's your what's your, you know, thoughts on reality fighting? I mean, fighting Mohegan Sun, they bring in a lot of attention. I don't know about a stream, but it doesn't seem like, um, you know, promoting these fighters is a big thing for uh, reality fighting. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, MMA for them is just kind of like a, a side gig. You know, they do it to have fun. I don't think they really make money doing it because, you know, the, the owner of the promotion, Kip Goller, he he's the owner of Naga, um, North American Grappling Association. They travel all over the world and put on events. So that's kind of like his bread and butter. I think the MMA stuff, he puts on a card in, in January and typically one in like June or July. So two cards a year. Um, it's at Mohegan Sun, which is a huge venue. I, I think they do pretty well in terms of selling tickets. But yeah, I mean, I think they just do it to uh stay busy and you know, say they're still in the MMA game, but you know, they're they're not like a, a massive player when it comes to regional MMA, right? They're they're I, I wouldn't call them like just a, a sideshow, but you know, when you only put two cards on a year, um you know it's tough to have that that flow and that momentum and that and that real and being relevant in the region. So uh, I still haven't been to a reality fighting show, but I know they do a good job. We don't know much about the card. You know the, the, the marketing on the front end isn't isn't always great. So we're kind of left in the dark. Uh, but you know, you know they've been around for a really long time, and I know. I think Yuri Panfirov's fighting on the card. Yeah, um, that's what I mean. That—that's that, what I mean. I mean, right we
0: now. got Randy Randy um, Francis making his pro debut. A big, uh, you know, amateur. That's God got like fourteen fights as an amateur, maybe more. Uh, he's making his uh, debut there. You have uh, Tristan uh, Tristan Torano who uh, Torano who's has uh, been knocking people out. He's an early uh, amateur. There's there's a lot of legit fights on there um, that. You know they—they they need a, at least a fucking poster for you know. There's, uh, we got um, um, uh, 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 uh Mike Antidormi fighting for a uh, uh, a title there, going up. I mean, th- these are names that could be that have fought for Cage Titans for CES with Yuri, and no one knows they're fighting. Only their fans and uh, you know their followers. But it's yeah. I. Th- I think, you know, as media, maybe we should be covering it more, but we do have a guy going there, the reality, but they don't give you the info that you kind of, you need to stay enticed as far as media, you know?
1: Yeah. Um. Sorry, uh, Bear is texting me right now as we're as we're talking. So, Doesn't um, he know we're live he's, ta- he's telling us about the gambling line. <laughs> is he? What's he giving I'm you? I'm actually going to ask him about the gambling. Is he we're giving you about possibly matching a, a nice little fight? Oh, excellent! Know. Excellent. Tell Mike I said hi. Mm-hmm. I will. Um, sorry. That's all, all right. Think.
0: Do your thing. Me and Tommy will go. Tommy, how was your New Year? It go was good. Talk it, to him.
2: it was good. We had a great New Year. Low key, went to my dad's. You know.
0: I, I could get Lars right out of the picture here mm-hmm. as he's uh talking to us. Uh, he's texting uh, Mike Mike he can like we can get him right picture. We out can of call Paul there man, right now and, and get him on the hook I might not get Lars back No you can text him bro yeah. uh you know what I mean yeah. I, I, was
2: gonna I think say you we
0: can should. multitask or whatever yeah, But uh All right so bro all right let's uh you know let's get off reality and uh let's get on to uh a little a little oh let's um let's talk a little about bit about rankings Lars and uh timeline what you think in the air uh and he's still looking at mike's uh well before we right do there. before we do yeah, that then let on. me
2: let me talk All about right. cage titans for one second a right, couple of amateurs that are triforce guys who i'm really rooting for dion perry and santiago Munez. they're 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 fighting in two separate fights amateurs uh both their pro debuts i'm pretty sure so fucking fuck yeah oh not pro uh, uh amateur, amateur debut yeah right. yeah mma debuts so yeah. they're young guys Killers uh really gonna be cheering for those guys and, and and you know, try force all day.
0: One more question with that, uh or or my only question with yep. that. Uh do you see them getting the work uh from uh Dion and all them uh, oh, getting oh, yeah. them ready for oh, yeah. this? Oh yeah, hundred like percent all them them the and, guys. Uh, yeah. fight camp. Yep, all
2: the guys who who are gonna have a fight get the business, you know? Dion Perry is his name, so we call him the fake Dion, because you know, we know who the real oh, Dion is. Dion yeah. Jr. Yeah, exactly. Jr. this is the fake yeah. exactly. because <laughs> Dion Rubio's <laughs> the, wish, Dion. Not, the wish.com the wish yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to start calling him that. That's good. But also a killer, fucking really good. Both these guys are, are really uh, good, going to make waves, I think. Excellent. Mm-hmm.
0: Excellent to have um, Triforce there. And we'll talk a little bit more about Triforce when we go to Combat FC and mm-hmm. talk a little bit about their card because there is a dude that we know fighting Cormier, on right? there. Cormier, right? Yeah, Cormier. So. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Lars, uh, you got any, any info over there?
1: Anything to throw out right now? Yeah. <clears throat> go ahead. Well, we were saying... Um... They're trying to pull off the betting side of things, but nothing official right now. That'd be huge. Um, I guess you know, in Massachusetts, you actually uh, you can't bet legally in Massachusetts till next month, so it, you probably won't be able to place bets. And, and that was if a week in the state of Massachusetts for for this Saturday. But if you're in one of the other states that this company operates in, that, does allow legal gambling You could put bets there Or if you had a VPN For your computer Right Or if you were... Or if you
0: have A a Jimmy Down at the block yeah. uh, You could throw in a bet too. Yeah, And I'm sure there is A lot of people That have that going on Right now So uh... Yeah
1: you know Honestly probably New Hampshire I bet you could put some bets In New Hampshire If they're gonna be If you're watching so you could literally Take your phone if while I'm driving from Maine to Massachusetts for the card, you wow. a pit stop in New Hampshire, fire up the app, throw some bets in, you know, go to the fight. I don't know. That may work, but it, pe- uh, people have been doing that a long
2: time with DraftKings and, and all these betting sites, Barstool. I know that next month when it's going to be happening, the sports betting Barstool is directly involved. So,
0: and after right. after yeah. all this shit coming out with the UFC and oh, yeah. betting and stuff, and here we go. Everyone's yeah. fucking bet mm-hmm. that, bet bet mm-hmm. bet bet. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I don't bet. I no, hate to lose 10 bucks in a I'm not a big better either. Um, the only bet... So, oh, listen, the only bet I put in for two years, in the last two years, was the one with you, Lars, when I bet on Chris Motino beating fucking O'Malley oh when geez. he uh, when he had that fight. I should have picked fucking Bonus. The uh, fight of the that night. That was a uh, good fight. Uh, 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 you know what I mean? Go ahead. Go ahead, Lars. More more
1: beans. Um, yeah, so it looks like they're going to be doing a fantasy option. Okay. That's uh, which cool. kind of cool. Yeah,
2: I like that. That's what I bet.
1: Um, They had an odd, and they met with an odds maker today to kind of work through setting odds and stuff. So there will be odds for the fight, which would be kind of cool to see, which we've never seen in the region before. Uh, So they will be setting betting lines for the for the fights. I'm assuming just the pro fights, and that will kind of give us an idea of the favorites, the underdogs, and we may not be able to place a bet on those betting lines, but uh if you're in one of the other states that does allow uh betting you you most likely would be able to to make a bet on it. So it's evolving quickly. Mike said everything happens so fast. You know the first goal is to is to get the the fight on the platform and kind of build out this this betting thing and you know hopefully by their March card uh they'll be live for betting in Massachusetts.
0: Excellent. Be uh, awesome. congratulations Cage Titans Hell for yeah. uh, You know, raising the bar as uh, that's their motto, (laughs) man, and they they do it every card. So very cool. Um, good for them, man. Uh, Anything else you want? I mean, we'll we'll jump back to that card and stuff like that. Uh, But Lars, let's um, let's get to uh, talk a little bit about uh, the the rankings and uh, what's your idea and uh, as far as timeline. Uh, what you know is is the cutoff already been done? Are we waiting for this weekend? What's up with the what's up with the rankings?
1: Uh, the ranking should have been out by now. I've, I've just been super busy with uh, my real job, full um, you know, contact job. management, my family, uh, you know, making some posters for another promotion, and um, okay, just got and you can break some news, says oh Bull shit, Bear. oh Here shit, we go. This will be a clip. Go we,
2: ahead. We need a sound.
1: Marcus and went missing in action and isn't flying out. Replacing him will be Chris Berberich. He's on a plane in about an hour, and he's going to fly in and take on Pete
0: Barrett. All right, I was just, I have my topology right here. So uh, that's a fight that must go on. Uh, kudos to the, the gentleman coming in. And, you know, something like that, I mean, I don't give a fuck if the guy's like 0-50. A fight has to come on, and you have to uh, the, you have to get somebody, man, uh, like in 24 hours. yeah. yeah. So uh, no, uh, you know, all the power to and You know,
1: him. honestly, like I think this is a better fight than the Andruzzia fight. I like this better. I think uh, <clears throat> you know, Peter Barrett's a uh, stud, former UFC fighter. Oh yeah, um, local legend. And he sells a shitload of tickets. He's got a bunch of sponsors they needed to keep him on the card of course so you know chris burberich who i believe is from alaska <laughs> so this one the is going to be flying from alaska he's in the united states Boston.
2: it's a long fight at least he
1: doesn't need a visa um, uh, i'm going to check see what weight it's at but i see if it's still at 155 uh that's crazy though you know burberich um he's fought for cage titans a few times And I know one fight he kind of went MIA on them, but looks like he's going to be hopping on a plane and coming out to save the fight for Peter Barrett. Good,
0: hey, good, um, good, good for their Peter, Um, Lars. All right, get back to rankings. Rankings, Yeah, (laughs) that's all right, man. I don't mind the beans. I don't
1: mind the beans. No, yeah.
2: Breaking news, you know.
1: You know, it's funny. Like this is what like usually like my nights are, you know, cross between you know hanging out my family got my phone in my hand we might be watching a show i'm texting fighters oh, yeah. and promoters and looking at highlights you know, it's, it's just, that's why um, I, that's why
0: i'm single hey, <laughs> i like it, because dude. here's the thing Laz. i mean you've been married a while um and you've picked these things up and your wife's already locked in so it ain't she's like no. <laughs> you know what i mean you know well you know what i mean you're like so you know I'm, uh, you know when I'm dating these chicks are getting this full, they, they're getting like an hour of my time a mm-hmm. week. You you're know you're what at mean? the bar so, that you're yeah, watching fights. Anyway, man, I'm on the phone, yeah. fucking. I got. You know what? Like,
1: you know what I've struggled with that I'm getting better at is kind of setting boundaries. And when I say like, all right, I'm putting my phone down at nine o'clock and yep. I'm not picking up till tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm doing that now. Like when I went when I went to Florida, I pretty much disengaged from MMA for yeah. a whole week. Yep. Uh, which I've never been able to do that before. So as I get older, and maybe once you get into your 40s, you start learning a little about about boundaries and being healthy with, you know, just your lifestyle.
0: Plus, you're in a group, bro. I mean, uh, you're doing good things. You're d- I mean, you're doing positive things, too. So that that kind of <coughs> thrives you and makes you want to kind of work a little harder, bro. And it's fun for you. So, uh, man, you're doing a lot of things. And we'll get back to that. You mentioned some posters and shit like that. Um, we won't, you know, necessarily say who you're you know, producing for, but you are for hire if anyone needs you to make some quality uh, fucking things, man. Make you some nice. money Little with uh, the design. time you spent spent uh, perfecting your craft. I have to say, you make all the posters for uh, full contact management. Uh, all the fight posters, all the, you know, congratulation posters. Uh, you do a great job on that, bro. So, um, you know, kudos to that. And, Thanks, you, know, you know, so
1: let's get back to fucking um, rankings. rankings. Right? All right. All right. So-, so rankings probably should have been out by now, but it's been... Um, you know, a lot of stuff going on the past few weeks, but crazy uh, <laughs> We'll be sending out our our voting tab, our voting uh, spreadsheet for all the guys uh, that write for us, that that you know cover events for us. I think there's five or six of us. Tommy, you'll get one as hey,
2: well. Hey, yo, I'd be um, glad to it. And
1: then you guys just got to get it done quickly, get it back to me. I'll tabulate all the the rankings and then put them in a nice, pretty little graphic. And then we'll start pumping it out hopefully next week. Um, you know, I think next week is. I was trying to get him out before Cage Titans. It just, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, plus, once I send you guys that voting spreadsheet, I need to wait for him to come back. And you motherfuckers aren't always the, the quickest to get back to me with that shit. Homework is well, tough. The,
0: here, I mean, um, so Cage Titans in reality, whatever fights are going on that, that will not be included. Uh, it might ruffle some feathers. Uh, because things might have changed uh, with this, but it's not fair. Uh, uh, we want to end the rankings for 2022, and then uh, we'll do them again in the middle of the year or something, correct?
1: Yeah. I think, you know, I'd love to do them quarterly. You know, that's the goal. They're just a lot of work. So we're going to try to do a quarterly this year, but maybe it's every six months. But quarterly, I think, would, would, be, would be perfect. If I can bring somebody else on to help kind of, you know, run that side of things would be really good. Well,
0: you know, in the future, someone might want to try to do that, you know, out of the, you know, uh, independent person come in and uh, just help out with it. Uh, it's a great thing. I mean, it looks great. We do put a lot of work into it and people flock to the site mm-hmm. to see it. Because if you look at uh, Tapology, man, they have, uh, you know, the... Uh, North and East Coast. They have New York. They have a lot of fighters in the same rankings as our fighters, man. So it's great that we can kind of, you know, take them out of that and just give our own New England rankings. I think it's something special, and I think hopefully uh, it catches on. And uh, man, we've had some uh, backlash, and we have some positive uh, uh, remarks and comments about our rankings, and that's what makes uh, it it go around, man. Mm -hmm. You're never going to have a you know, 100% agree rate. Not going to make everyone happy. No, not at all. So that's why they're rankings, man, and it, it brings up the chatter. So. Um, well, that's the thing. Like,
1: you know, rankings are there to create conversation and just kind of yeah. also like show a lay of the landscape as to who's doing well in the region. And there's nothing personal. When we put these rankings together, right? We're we're being objective. We're <sighs> um, we're, we're do doing it. this for the for the greater good of the sport. And, and, you know, it's, it's going to piss people off. You know, I'd say 70% of the feedback we get is criticism. And then there's 30% which guys are saying like, hey, thanks for doing this. This is really cool. Hmm. Um, you know, honestly, like whatever, if, if, if you have time to, you know, go out of your way in your day to like bitch at us about our rankings, like.
2: <laughs> then you're doing your job.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: You're looking at him. That's uh-huh. a, it's it's a good thing. Uh, and here's another thing um, about the rankings. When I you know when I talk to fighters or mention other fighters' names in the in the region, maybe amateurs that are maybe you know less than five fights in the middle there, because a lot of fighters that don't know each other, of course, like never heard each other. You know, oh, I don't know that guy, and they learn learn who that guy is from our rankings. And eventually, they might have to fight that guy. So uh, I think it's 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 a great library for the New England fighters to check out. And Definitely. like I said, I've had fighters come on here, and I've mentioned fighters' names that you know you got that Tristan Trish, Tristan Toronto guy that people don't talk about, but he could be three and one after mm-hmm. uh, this weekend. And people are like, oh, I don't know who that guy now is. they be- know. because he fights at Combat Zone and he fights in in, in the New Hampshire area. It doesn't really make it this way, but it's a great avenue for other fighters to see where they are ranked and see who their competition is in the future in, in these regional, uh, promotions.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's there to create interest. It's there to create discussion and hype. I mean, like this is, this sport is entertainment, right? I mean, mm-hmm. this is why people go and they, they pay money to watch it. And just when you can incorporate a ranking system, I think it just makes things a little bit more interesting. Um, so, like, whoever gets pissed off and doesn't like what we do, that's cool, man. Like, just, you know, I, I honestly don't give a shit. Um, but I, I think it's, it's good for the sport. And it gives guys kind of somebody to call out. It creates a lot of chatter and potential matchups, which is good for the promotions. It's good for the fighters. It's good for the gyms. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that type of chatter and that, that call out is, is a good thing for the sport. Otherwise, it gets pretty boring.
2: It's all about competition, that's why we're here that It's all about competition So if, if the rankings show competition Then people are going to want it
0: And the yep, coo- exactly. And another thing about that is uh, When you check our rankings out And you hit the fighter, it'll bring you to Whatever videos are out there about them uh, we, we channel these fighters, I mean uh, it's, it's not an easy Task there for you Lars and uh, You know, the other guys that are clean up the site And try to keep it updated, but uh, you you guys um have a lot with these fighters a lot a, a lot of promotion for these guys on the page um, and it's just going to grow down the line as we're picking up new guys on the site and people uh you know add their little their little uh niche and uh whatever their perspective into mm-hmm. the site so it's good man um we'll invite you man come on in we can always use a new another new England MMA guy and there, a tech guy we 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 could use tech guys, (laughs) Uh, you know. Website tech guys, come on on, Uh, bring up our programmers. Lars, let's uh, let's move. Oh, Lars, one thing I have to tell you um, is, far I got a couple of presents. One was this. I got a bullshit button now. (laughs) So yeah, so now I just throw that. The the
2: batteries are already running (laughs) out. This
0: is awesome. So I'm adding little things into the into the site. Tommy got me a present. He got me uh. What show? What movie? They live. They live. The live. alien from Roddy They Live yep. and uh, nice. Gray One right there. Yep. So yeah, I picked up a lot of shit. Also, Lars, uh, I want one of those hats, and I will trade you. No, I won't. I was gonna say I was. I would trade you a John Gotti CES signed hat. What for one of those hats? But um, <laughs> I just took that back. All right,
1: we'll get some hats ordered. All right, so uh,
0: let me. Uh, let's move on, and then we'll backtrack a little bit. I may hit someone's Instagram or whatever. But Lars, uh, full contact management. We'll hit that, and then we'll hit the the next card in February because there's a lot of announcements with that with combat f c but let's get to uh full contact management and the year of two thousand twenty two and uh you know this this kind of hobby that you picked up and it's involved into twelve to thirteen pretty uh pretty decent fighters that you you have uh, you helped them along in their fighting career you wanna you're getting some more beans over there or what
1: yeah what? um <laughs> Do you, do you know a Douglas Cormac? I think I know a, I know a DJ Cormac. This might be him. He just bought a hat as we're talking. So maybe DJ is watching if that's... Because he likes that hat. That hat, that's a fucking <laughs> badass
0: hat right yeah, that there. That is bro. nice.
2: That is nice. A couple of my friends said they like that too. Yeah, that's a nice hat yeah. right there, man. Yeah.
0: I might uh, trade you that CES John Gotti fucking signed pink hat for that.
1: Shout out to Douglas Cormac. If you're the DJ Cormac that I know, thank you regardless. Appreciate the support. Cheers. Um, Thanks, bro. Grab yourself a hat, yeah. dude. That's so. a fucking awesome uh, yeah. hat. It's a good so, hat. So uh, full full contact management. What do you want to know? I want to
0: know um how was how was the year? How was 2022 as far as full contact management? You know, limited. Um, you know, how many? Maybe three or four fights for our guys. How many? How many fought in 2022? Uh,
1: so I, I believe um, I think we went 13 and eight.
2: In 2022? Wow.
1: Fuck, yep. where the fuck was
2: I? Smoking weed here with me, baby. S- smoking weed here with
1: you. 13-8, <laughs> <laughs> 62% winning percentage. Um, and, you know, when you look at the quality of opponents that our guys fought, too, it was pretty impressive. You know, they, I think the winning percentage of the opponents our guys fought was 68%. So... You know, these aren't, these aren't cupcakes, these aren't pushovers, these are real tests on the regional scheme for our guys, which is part of our philosophy. And, you know, it, it turned out to be a, a great year. You know, we had guys fight for PFL, for Bellator, uh, Cage Titans, NEF, LFA, uh, Combat FC, CES. Uh, fought in eight different states, won two belts, one amateur, uh, one pro, and signed a couple couple studs so we're 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 slowly growing and we had 20 2022 was the best year we've had yet we've been around for two and a half years i think 23 is going to be kind of our breakthrough year i think we're going to have a number of guys that are breaking through to the ufc um you know that's the plan we kind of have a plan for three or four of our guys that are kind of right there as to to at least get a contender shot shot in the summer um we got a couple guys fighting for PFL in the next few weeks. So, you know, things are, it's, it was, it was a great year. Um, you know, we've had opportunities to, to manage some other guys and it's just, I think at this point, um, you know, we got a good number of guys that keeps us busy, that we really care about, that we, we put in a lot of time and effort to like, we're just not a management firm that goes and finds you fights. Like we're intricately involved in their careers. So curating sponsorships, designing merchandise, selling merchandise, uh, helping with medicals, um, you know, and, and doing some of the, the kind of backroom nitty gritty stuff that a lot of people don't, don't see. And, uh, you know, it's really fulfilling year. Um, Good. I was, I was really happy with it and I can't wait to see what happens in 2023, man. Brick by brick.
0: Awesome job, bro. Hell yeah. Great, great job there with them. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, we have, uh, you know, one or two close to that contender. One that we uh, basically just picked up in the middle of the year. You were trying to get him a fight, uh, tons of fights. A couple, uh, couple of opportunities, no one wanted to fight him. And uh, you got um, Mr. Nelson uh, uh, a fight at CFFC, and he looked good, man. Um, you know... He wanted to secure that fight. He looked good, man, and uh, he's happy about it. You know what I mean? I, he's all over social media, and uh, when they get that big win, on Fight Pass, man, uh, that lights a light fighter uh, fire under their butts, man. Definitely. And uh, like, like you said, with the management, man, you do a lot of stuff with them as far as design insurance, making a, a decal for them, doing medicals, uh, you know, getting them sponsors that they, you know, new sponsors. Some of them already come with sponsors. Uh, but you do a lot, bro. And uh, congratulations, man, on uh, all the hard work. And some of our fighters might get to that next stage in 2023. And what's interesting when I, uh, you know, our podcast, uh, you know, you and I had like a couple of weeks ago before the Christmas. I was mentioning kind of uh, the, the the type of fighters that you had. There's like three kind of levels here. Uh, the the mm-hmm. newer pros or amateur just making it to that next level uh you got the mid pros there not necessarily guys that're going to make it to the UFC but they're they're quality fighters that 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 love to fight on a regional scene that they're, they're making money and uh, they don't need to go to the UFC they can fight for bellator every so often they can fight for a regional uh spot every so often they're working. Uh, those are the middle guys the, the 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 40 hour week 60 hour week guys that actually have a job and then train off to the side and then you have them other guys, uh, a group that are uh, fighters full time that are, uh, you know, their quest is to make it to the UFC or make a, a living at fighting full time um, that they can't make at a regular job. Uh, what's your take on that and the, 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 the kind of uh, level of fighters and and what we look for and the kind of fighters we have, the, the levels?
1: Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, You know, uh, you could definitely break down uh, our stable fighters into those three tiers. Um, You know, I think we have probably three or four guys that are ready for the UFC or really close to being ready for the UFC um, and will hopefully get a shot this summer in contender series. So I'd be disappointed if it was less than two, uh, but I think we could have as many as four kind of you know, ready for that opportunity next summer. We're planning for that. Uh, Then, you know, we have a few other guys who have been around the sport for a while. You know, they've kind of, I wouldn't say they peaked, but, you know, their record is going to make it really difficult for them to to get that opportunity. Uh, But I work just as hard for those guys as I do the up-and-coming prospects. And, you know, then we have a couple younger guys, you know, um, three or so younger guys who are either just turning pro or who are one or two fights into their careers. So it's, it's definitely broken up, and, and I kind of like that mix. Um, you know, we, everybody wants to sign that 5-0, and 6-0 stud. You know, I, I, I find more enjoyment, and, and I take more pride in working with somebody like Colin Robinson, um, who's an amateur, who's going to be making his 185 Pro debut at the next Cage Titans card in March, if all things go as planned. Like and then working with him, you know, from the infancy of his career, and really creating that bond and that relationship, and understanding who he is and who his coach is, and what what he wants out of this. Um, and honestly, you need to treat each fighter as an individual. Like there's no like blueprint to how you work with fighters and how you build them up and try to get them and to help them achieve their goals. I think you really need to take each fighter and understand who they are, where they're at in their career, what their goals and aspirations are, how they've been training, you know, are they disciplined? And, you know, when you actually get to understand them and, and you connect and talk with them on a, on a almost daily basis, then it allows you to be a, a more comprehensive, uh, full service manager. So that's, that's, that's the goal. I think we're, we're there. And, and, you know, I think, um, you know the guys that we have now; these are guys that we're gonna we're gonna work with for the rest of their careers, hopefully until the wheels fall off. I don't care if they lose six in a row. You know we're we're here to partner with them and uh, you know hopefully enjoy the ride together.
0: Excellent um, question, Lars. About you know you you mentioned a couple of fighters, two or three that you are on the cusp, uh, maybe contender series, maybe uh, you know a, a late notice call up for the UFC. Um, as far as you have a lot of connections with the, you know, CFFC, the the regional guys around the country, as far as PFL, as far as getting fighters on on there. Um, what what is what is your? Do you have a connection as far as with the UFC? You know what I mean. Do you have? I know you're not talking to talking to them regularly, but do you think they see a couple of these fighters here that um, that we manage? Do you think they have their eye on him and they're having a little rumble about what we have uh brewing here?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um I know specifically I've talked with Sean Shelby and he's got a few guys on 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 his radar. So yeah, I mean in and, and it's I just from my perspective approach to creating that relationship with the UFC and those matchmakers, where I'm not gonna bombard him every week with like you gotta sign this guy, you got you know. It's, it's, you know, you check in once in a while, you update them after a guy fights and wins and, you know, you, you just be professional about it. And um, hopefully they understand you're not just a, a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, I've had communications with Sean Shelby and, and you know, the goal is that the guys that he has on his radar will get an opportunity in 2023.
0: Excellent, my man. Well, uh, let's move on to our last segment here. We can recap a couple of things before we end. But Lars, uh, Combat FC three happening in uh, yes. early February, bro. Um, you know, we'll save one of our fighters for the end here, as far as uh, a big fight for him. But talk about the card. I know you. Uh, you know, you really. Uh, you, you have a really good dialogue with. Uh, Rick and, uh, you know, Joe and stuff, and, the, and, and, like, talk about Combat FC and how excited you are for them being on Fight Pass and just another promotion in New England that's uh, given work to our fighters.
1: Yeah, you know, Rick Caldwell, the matchmaker, and Joe Caballero, the promoter, you know, these are two guys who've been around the scene for a long time. Uh, you know, I think they put their first show on like 15 years ago. Then they granted they took a you know, 10 or so year hiatus and just came back last year, but they've really burst onto the scene. You know, I think that first card for Combat FC, everyone was kind of like, all right, let's see what happens here. They got their shit together. And it was solid card. And then that second card was like, damn, okay. You know, the production value is insane. They're on Fight Pass. They put a lot of money into their, not only the production value for how it looks on TV, but also in the arena. Um, and the matchmaking has been spectacular. So they've been um they burst onto the scene and and really have made a statement in a short amount of time and it's impressive what they've done in such a short amount of time and uh the card they have coming up on february 10th is is one of the better cards i've seen in new england in a long long time from top to bottom it might not have that one you know headliner like holy shit that fight's happening but they have like 10 fights that are just like jesus um I know Rick's got, I think, 24 fights lined up right now. <laughs> uh, most of them pro, but I think uh, that, I think you're you know you're going to have fights fall right. off. So hopefully they, hopefully they you know end at 14, 15, 16 fights somewhere around there. But some of the matchups that they've already announced, it's like damn, yeah, all right, you know they're 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 here and they're they're for real.
0: Yeah, a uh, big big matchup that. Uh, uh, you know, I knew from uh, seeing some posters that uh, you were made before mm-hmm. they were released. Mm-hmm. There's also uh, a, a, another big fight that hasn't been announced. I think it probably still going through, but they're still releasing posters and matchups. I mean, it's still, uh, it's still a four, five, four and a half weeks away. This uh, this fight, but Kylie O'Hearn, uh mm-hmm. she's back. Mm-hmm. That was a huge, huge announcement. I mean. We know as uh, media, as New England, as fight fans, there's not enough women fighting in, nope. in MMA. Never mind amateurs, we can't get shit going. But uh pro women's MMA and then we got a great matchup here with Kylie O'Hara, and coming back yep. um, after training, you know, with Don Shanice, and uh, you know, ready to show what she's been working on at uh Combat FC. How excited are you to actually have a women's matchup happen and you know on Fight Pass for uh you know
2: for New England, and a good one too. She's great. Yeah,
1: yeah you know the, the the female scene in New England's kind of hurting right now, uh, especially on the pro level. You know, there's really only like, what, maybe seven or eight females in New England who are fighting professionally. So it's really difficult that's, to put those smart. matches together. You typically get a flying in another female from, you know, somewhere else in the country, and that becomes expensive, right? Alaska. So then that that local female needs to sell enough tickets to justify mm-hmm. flying somebody in. So uh, I'm glad that Combat FC splurged and brought in Kelly Claxton, I believe her name is. Um, I think she's from out west somewhere, and um, and to fight Kylie, which is going to be you know a great fight. You know some of the other names they have on the card, uh, Mo Al Kanani, you know he'll be fighting. Um, obviously, we've seen Rico Doshulo. Uh, he's been announced. Uh, Fabio Charant. Nice. Um, Terence and Jack, Jake Pilla, our boy John Piersma nice. versus Senad Armudi. Um,
2: the, you know, the list goes
1: on. So, That's a good which, list. That's a good this, list. This, this possibly could be like one of the best cards we've seen in New England, and you know, top to bottom with the, with the quantity and the quality, it may be one of the best cards in New England that we've seen in you know 10, 10 plus years. La-
0: Lars mad ticket sellers here on this card. I mean, Jake Pillar sells, uh, sells. he'll sell the quarter of the place out himself. He had a a, a great fight the last card. He came back after uh, some time off. Dude, man, what does that place hold? The Shrine is like, like what I haven't been. You guys have been at both cards. I have not been there, but what does that place hold and what do you expect this third time around compared to what you've seen the last time a couple of times around?
1: So I think if um, so, they they put a curtain up to to like block off the locker rooms and their production truck, which is you know in the back half of the building. That's key. So I think if they if they didn't have that curtain up, they could hold like four thousand. Um, I think it's set up to hold around twenty five hundred. Uh, that that probably is uh, is probably the number that I would I, I would think they land on. I don't see them having a problem selling this out. They sold out their last show. So, you know, I, I know that, um, you know, when, if you come back and you're making money in your second show, you're doing pretty damn good. You know, it's tough to make money yeah. in the regional MMA world. And obviously being on UFC Fight Pass helps. It gives them some capital to reinvest in the business. But they're all, they're doing things the right way. Uh, they're paying guys well. They're promoting them right. They're putting on a hell of a product on UFC Fight Pass. Um, and they grind, you know, Rick and Joe are constantly doing something, uh, to either put together a fight or to improve their product. Uh, so, you know, they're, it's pretty cool to see, uh, see where they can go from here. Um, as
0: far as seeing them and, you know, comparing them to other, uh, other promotions around the other, you know the the higher tiered promotion CES Cage Titans Neff puts on a great product. Mm-hmm. What do you see? I mean, this is going to be their third card. What do you see as far as what they can approve on or, or work on a little bit in the future? Uh, you talked about the great thing. I mean, they have a great production value as far as the Fight Pass. Their 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 fights look amazing. I mean, I've you know I I had I did the live fight companion last one. I haven't been there live, but on Fight Pass. It looks as professional yep. and as fucking, uh, you know, as exciting as it could look. Uh, what is, uh, what do you think in the future they can work on? And what do you, I mean, I, you talk to them. I know you're on a dialogue with them. What do you think they need, uh, need in this promotion uh, moving forward?
1: Um First thing is fix your damn Wi-Fi in Shriners Auditorium so we can actually report from there. Oh, oh my God! I thought you meant mine. I was <laughs> like, "What happened? Where'd you go?" <laughs> Trigger. They have two cards that so they, they have a public Wi-Fi in Shriners. Mm. You hop on and you can you can you know we can live stream and we can um, you know get our live results out. And both times halfway through the fi- halfway through the event it shuts off. I'm not sure if it's it's a timing thing. It shuts off automatically or so many people get onto it that it shuts it down. But then you can't also, you can't get cell signal on that building either. So literally yeah. like you're in a black hole, which is kind of nice as like a, as a media guy, like you, you can you have no choice but to sit there and watch the fights and you got to catch up on it later. But you know, that, that's not a big deal. That was more of a joke than anything. Uh, but in terms of their product, um, geez, man, it, it's, it's tough uh, to say they're, they're kind of doing everything right right now. Um, it's always good. You know, I, I know, you know, there's some minor things that is not a big issue, but, you know, the, if you're going to have 20 plus fights, you better be damn sure it's a smooth running event that goes quickly. So, like, I never like to see a show with more than like 15 fights. So, if they start kind of creeping up above, they haven't been there yet, but they have a lot on the table right now, you know, that could be one issue. But the talent they're bringing in, and the matchups they're making is pretty cool. They're bringing in guys from around the country too to, to fight a lot of these local guys. But they're not bums. They're actually legit fighters, um, so they're making highly competitive matchups, which is which is super nice. I think you know they could probably uh, improve a little bit on the marketing side when it comes to like social media, and you know fight night social media posts and that type of production. Um, you know, but that's, that's, that's a minor thing, Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in terms of their product on, you know, bypass, it's, it's killer, you know, they just got to figure out a way to somehow stream the undercard fights or somehow give people a way to watch the undercard fights as well. Uh, but th- you know, that'll come in time, but honestly, like after two fights, I don't have too many critiques. Match baked has been really solid. Production's been amazing. Um, the venue's super cool. Uh, the energy in there the, the last uh, fight they had was was awesome. so I think they're doing a lot of things right but you know you got to keep improving in this game. Um, you, he... and, and it starts with the matchmaking. That's what I'll say. like the matchmaking is the best in New England right now because they're competitive matchups with high level guys and that's what fans want to see.
0: Well, let me mention one thing about uh, their Wi-Fi. I think it's a good idea that they don't have it because then people can't stream the fights while oh, they're oh, yeah. there. Their fucking yeah. shit comes all like blurry, like you're trying to watch HBO from 1990 <laughs> uh, or 85. Maybe uh, I was waiting. without a
2: subscription. But,
0: yeah, um, yeah. I mean, uh, I give them a, I give them an A for uh, you know what they've been doing. I, like you said, I think they could do a little bit more with uh, social media with the fighters and getting them out there. But it's their third. <laughs> card and i believe that rick and joe are doing mostly everything i mean who else helps them out as far as social media or you know doing you know doing the side stuff um who else helps them are they going to grow are they looking for for help are they looking for a steve to, to, to do something for them Announcer. or a lars to do something like what's up with them like
1: you know what i mean yeah you know um Rick is the matchmaker I talked with him more than I talked with Joe uh, but he's he has a lot of connections he's constantly talking to people. Joe's one of those old-school sales guys who um, has relationships with everybody and is a grinder and uh, I'm sure they're go- they're gonna need help kind of building this thing out uh, as they continue to grow. right now it seems like they have it under control but you know it, as you start to, to really refine things and have your operation run smoothly and with a quality product then that's when you got to start thinking about all right how do we make this better now and so maybe that's the next event or the event after that and that's when you need to start like bringing in you know expertise and maybe specialized folks um you know maybe somebody to handle medicals or you know whoever whatever it could be but you know uh they're heading in the right direction you got to crawl before you can walk and they're definitely walking now, and hopefully they'll be running
0: very soon. Excellent, excellent. Well, uh, let's talk about one or a couple of fights in there. Uh, like we said, there's a couple of fights that haven't been good fights that haven't been mentioned yet. Uh, but uh, we mentioned Piersma. His uh, poster mm-hmm. was just released today. Uh, Sonato Moody. he's fighting a dangerous opponent there I uh, and a good dude, man. I've uh, interviewed him. Sanad, after he uh, won his CES fight, he had a knockout there, uh, maybe two fights in his pro career, maybe his first uh, fight, I I can't remember. But he's a black belt, BJJ, Uh, I think he trains out of Florian's uh, MMA, Mm -hmm. not sure where he gets his striking or uh, cross trains at, but uh, dangerous guy. And an interesting matchup, because as we know, John Piersma is a grappling uh, guru there as far as in his young career. Uh, How excited are you in this fight? Because you did uh, okay the fight, Mm -hmm. and uh, you did negotiate the the matchup. So how excited are you about this matchup? And um, uh, what could happen with a a win with John here?
1: Super pumped for this fight. You know, this kind of came together really quickly. Um, We weren't necessarily looking to get John on this card. And then I knew John wanted to get active and I was like, all right, you know, let's, let's see if there's some room at Combat FC. And it just so happened that Sonata Armoody was, was still looking for an opponent and um, it came together pretty quick. You know, I know that Sonata I think was overseas. I think he's originally from Jordan. I think it was in Jordan when kind of his coach said, yeah, I think this makes sense. Let's wait till he gets back though. And then it came together pretty quickly after that. So it's going to be a hell of a fight. You know, Son- Sonata Moody's three and one, uh, black belt and BJJ. Piersma is five and one. He's a purple belt, but he is a much better grappler, MMA grappler than a purple belt. Um, so the ground game is going to be really interesting if these guys get there. But this could also be one of those fights where you have these two grapplers, but they end up standing and banging, right? So. It's a really good fight for both of them, I think, to kind of evolve their skill sets and see where they really sit in the in the pecking order. But I, I love it for John. I think it's going to be uh, an entertaining fight. It literally could be one of the best fights on the card. I know it will be on UFC Bypass. Uh, but it's you know two of the better welterweights in the Northeast going at it. And uh, you know if John wins this, he'd be six and one, where it really should be eight zero because there's a couple asterisks in there. But he'd be six and one. And hopefully get another fight in, um, this spring. And then, you know, at that point it'd be seven and one in position to get a shot. You know, we obviously don't want to overlook, uh, the task at hand, but, you know, when you look at the timing of things, you know, that is, that's the, that's the ultimate goal. Um, I'm just happy for John, for him to get back in there, test the skills with a little bit different fighter than he's fought, um, for most of his career, you know, he fought Ryan Sanders, recently and beat him and won the NEF welterweight belt Uh, but you know Sanders is more of a striker so the game plan there was get it to the ground work your grappling and dominate and that's what he did in this fight you know I'm not sure if you necessarily even need to go to the ground why don't we stand up and see what happens and if it goes to the mat sweet it's going to be highly entertaining with a high level grappling match but uh, I could see both these guys standing and banging too
0: Excellent my man and like I mentioned uh Snod has a uh, knockout. I think he has a finish on his last fight that was for Combat FC. Uh did he have a KO or a submission win in that fight? I think it might have been a TKO. Uh ground and pound. Oh
1: god, I'm trying to remember who was against.
0: It was a uh, it, um, it was a new guy. Uh maybe a, 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 a debut pro or 1 and 0 pro or 1 pro. I know the guy didn't have a lot of fights so uh, could have been another one of those uh, scenarios, and it, I think it was. Uh, Sanad had another opponent, and they had to get a guy in there to to fight him, and this guy stepped up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I so. remember the fight now? It was yeah. uh,
1: Tony Pike. He he beat him by armbar 45 seconds into the first round. All right. Before that, he beat say uh, Sage Philippe uh, by yep. decision on Combat FC One. So uh, this will be his third fight with Combat FC. Obviously, they like him. He's got a solid record has uh, fought some solid guys and it, it's a, it's a the fight makes sense for Sanad in terms of like slowly moving up your level of competition and uh, it makes a lot of sense for, for Piersma as well he's fought nothing but killers in his career so uh, this is probably the fight that I have circled on the card not only because I' you know managed John but I, I love the stylistic matchup here and kind of where these guys are at in
0: their career. Well, to throw a little fact, uh, uh, a past fact about Sinat, he submitted Billy Goff yeah. as an amateur at Cage Titans. Um, One, you know, Billy, who the fuck is this? Oh, OBS is shutting down and going back off. Yeah, um, so anyway, uh, yes. So he's a dangerous dude on the ground. And, uh, you know, Finishing Billy Goff, even though it was an, as an amateur, as we know now, Billy Goff is making his uh, UFC debut, pro uh day de- uh welterweight debut, uh pretty soon. I think in uh is it February? I'm I'm not sure. With uh Billy. I think so. Yeah. Okay.
1: And we also got Nick Fiore who's making his debut in yes. what? Week and a half? Yeah, definitely short notice there. Um yep.
0: all right, well Lars, man, uh is uh, you want to cover some of these fighters going into the UFC? Uh, you are, you know, some of our, anything you want to leave off with uh, mm-hmm. or recap about uh, before we end? We uh we are an hour in and you wanted to keep it to an hour, Lars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you want to uh, talk about something else? Uh,
1: recap something or uh, what do you want to do? Uh, yeah. So uh, let's talk about golf and fury real quick. All right. And- it's going to be a good one. We can kind of get out of here. It looks like Goff was supposed to fly February 18th. Okay. But I'm seeing on topology that he withdrew. So that bout has been canceled. Really? Okay. Yeah. Not so I guess sure it's not going to be a good hat, one. But that is what it said. Okay. Um. Okay. That's the first I've seen of that. So, All right. Just, say, yeah, it just says Goff withdrew. Yeah, so, okay. no, so never mind. Then, we won't no, talk about so it. So that's unfortunate. I was really, I think Billy Goff is probably uh, the best prospect to make waves in the UFC that we have in the region. So that's kind of a bummer, Um, but he'll be back. And then Nick Fiore, he's uh, making a short notice uh, appearance for his debut with the UFC on, I think, January 14th. So he's 6-0. That should be interesting to see kind of how things play out for him. Hopefully, uh, you know, Nick's a stud fighter. He has definitely not been tested like he will see um on the UFC level so that will be interesting to see how he handles that big step up in competition uh but you know we're pulling for him and and um you know we know he's been training with some studs and Calvin Cater uh Rob Font, Tom Pagliaro uh so he, he's in good hands over there it's just uh, you know is this too much too soon uh especially on short notice but Hopefully he goes in there and makes a statement and uh, brings a W back to the region because we could surely use it. We've been on uh, a pretty big skid in the region here when it comes to, you know, uh, performing at the UFC level.
0: Yeah, uh, our record as far as New England as a whole, uh, as our fight is going into the UFC. Granted, a lot, a few of them went in during the COVID, uh, COVID phase there for short notice fights when no one wanted to fight. Uh, But there's been a few that had, uh, you know, proper training camps after they lost their first fight or second fight. And, uh, you know, they haven't produced, man. So, um, you know, we're looking to break out of that and get someone that's going to fucking, you know, make uh, New England feared in the UFC. Because it seems like, um, you know, at this point, they're just uh, giving us late notice opponents as uh, kind of stepping stones for... You know, dudes, they're trying to promote. You know what I mean? And it's a, it's it, it's it's a travesty because some of these fighters that are you know taking these late notice, not necessarily they may not be ready for that fight. But uh, I mean, you cannot not take it because you're going to get another opportunity when you uh, you know you make the UFC happy for taking a fight that you're going to be a uh, you know a, a, a big underdog in.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you know we could we could have a whole podcast just on this topic, right? Yep. Um, so it's you know right let, you know let's call a spade a spade. We're we're just our guys aren't succeeding at the OC level. Um, there's probably a number of reasons for that. I don't necessarily want to get into that on this because I'll go on a tirade for the next half hour. <laughs> and nobody wants to hear me yes. <laughs> talk about that. So maybe we save it for another day, but. Uh, you know, hopefully, you know, Goff and Fiori can get us off the schneid and, you know, obviously Calvin and Rob are there and, mm-hmm. and doing big things. And hopefully we'll get a few more guys there this year. Um, and I think we just we need to prepare our guys a little bit better on the regional scene and, and have them face different competition. Um, you know, test yourself in the regional scene, see if you're, you're made for that level, because um, it's much easier to get to the O.C. than to stay in the O.C., Right, So you can get True. there and hang out for two or three fights. But once that, once that opportunity is gone, it's really hard to get back there. So I would much rather see some guys kind of cut their teeth on the regional scene with some high-level competition, show that you can beat that high-level competition, and then get the call. And now you're ready to go and you're ready to stay.
0: Excellent. Well, one uh, one fighter I want to mention that is winning, uh, producing as far as a New England fighter is Parker Porter. Um, I think he might have a couple of losses in the UFC, but I think he has, he's at least three and two, three and two.
1: Three and, three and two, three and two, three and two. Yes.
0: Um, um, and he's got another fight coming up as far as uh, he's, he's kind of overlooked. He's a heavyweight. Uh, and as we know, heavyweights are sought after at the UFC level. Yep. And uh, it's interesting to see what he does at his next fight. But I just wanted to give him a shout out because People don't mention Parker Porter enough. Me myself, I you know I don't interview him enough. You know, it, it, my my um my take on that is kind of once you get out of the New England regional level and you make it to the UFC, you kind of you know the bigger guys are interviewing you, and I'm kind of that guy that's more focused on the guys the around guys. the thing. So you know, I've not given him his props and you know support that I should have, but. I am now. That guy needs uh, to be boosted up and he needs the support behind him because he's a heavyweight and he's producing. He's one of those guys in, uh, you know, from the New England area that is producing in the UFC. So shout out to you, Parker Porter and uh, big things. And hopefully, uh, you know, you make us proud this next fight. Love it. It. let's go, Parker. <laughs> <it. laughs> uh, with that said, Lars, anything you want to leave off with? Any thank yous? Anything? Uh, anything you want to say before we let you uh, get the fuck out of here? And Tommy and I will, uh, you know,
2: finish it. Leave
0: off. off with the last five minutes of the fight. Uh, the podcast fight.
2: We're gonna fight. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, I got my key. No, I
1: mean, you know, I just. Uh... I don't really have many last thoughts, but I'm never one to stop talking. So, <laughs> you know, it's never last. a last great 2022. Uh, you know, I want to thank you, Steve, for all the hard work you put in. Tommy, you guys have been killing it. Thanks, man. Uh, I love what you guys are doing. Um, we brought on a few more writers in Oolan MMA. The, the thank you to all the fighters who put trust in us in managing their careers. I really love it and have a passion for it. And uh, I think we do a pretty good job at it. And, you know, things are evolving. Uh, I just, Love the fact that we're able to provide something to the community. Oh yeah. Uh, from a media perspective, and and also you know from a management perspective, you know we don't do this to get rich. We we make zero dollars on the website. Mm-hmm. It actually costs us many thousands of dollars to keep open every year. Um, and so selling a little bit of merch here and there helps pay for that stuff um but then you know on the management side we make very little money as well and when you look at like the the hours that are put in versus the money we get out so you know but it's not about that um it's it's about being involved in a sport that you have a passion for that Mm -hmm. you want to help grow that you want to you know um you know be involved in and, and and really make an impact and you know hopefully we're doing that whether it's this podcast whether it's managing a fighter whether it's you know, driving to Rhode Island to cover a show or, you know, doing rankings, you know, small stuff like that. But I don't look at it as like a job. It's it's a labor of love. And as we grow, uh, you know, we'll keep doing new things.
0: Excellent. Uh, love you, my man. Glad to, uh, you know, catch up with you early 2023. Uh, we'll be tuning in with you on Saturday when you are at Cage Titans and we'll be doing the Fight Companion here. Um, Lars, man, thank you for coming on, man. It was a great podcast. A lot of information out there. Thank you, Mike Pulver, for uh, shouting in and uh, throwing some beans out there. Uh, A lot of shit happening in the next couple of months. In uh, very cool stuff in uh, the UFC, uh, in the UFC, in the regional level here. Mm -hmm. There. So, uh, with that said, Lars, we got a lot of stuff going on with everything involved with us. Uh, We're all gonna involve in 2023, make things better, improve. And uh, hopefully we grow and uh, get more people on and, uh, you know, cover everything. So with that said, Lars, man, you have a great night, man. Uh, Saturday night we'll check in yeah. and uh, we'll do our thing, bro. So thank you so much for the information tonight and, uh, you know, carrying us along.
1: Appreciate it, guys. Now keep doing your thing and uh, we'll catch up soon. All right. Have a good night, Lars. Later. Later. We
0: out.
2: Me and you, Tommy. Cool. That was it's cool. me and you. Lars is cool, man. Yeah,
0: Lars is a good dude, yep. a good dude man.
2: Um first time me and him ever uh, talked, really, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Usually
2: all, all like online, like yeah. shared stuff. Like me and him are, are blazing similar paths, but you know. Excellent. You're yeah.
0: part of the rankings now, Tommy. Yo, You're gonna be hey. able to fucking you know piss people off. Yo, <laughs> yo. Uh,
2: I was gonna say something, but we'll, we'll leave that no, for off camera. Now yeah, I
0: fucking deflect some yeah, of the fucking yeah. steam coming yeah, at me. Now that tell. I a couple of right, beers
2: right, yeah. on me, you know, I don't want to. You know.
0: So, all right. So, I want to leave off with a couple of things because Lars did mention about you know growth and everything here. As far as the site and New England MMA and the Room Podcast, a lot of things gonna be happening in 2023. I'm gonna be trying to get. One of the guys, or a couple of guys from the site uh, to do a show with them mm-hmm. on one of the nights and do a recap of what's going on, sure. uh, you know, through the region as far as, you know, statistics.
2: Weekly, monthly?
0: Oh, uh, probably a bi-weekly. Yep. Something bi-weekly, like that. Yep. So I'll have them on and I'll do yep. that maybe on a Friday or mm-hmm. something. Because at this point, you know, mail slowing down. I'm not going to be working 7,000 hours. So there's going to be more podcasts coming out. True. Also more one-on-one interviews. Yep. Like, I'm going to have more time. I
2: like those one-on-one interviews you do, yeah, do. Uh, on the during the week, you know, yeah, where but, it's uh, just that. Yeah,
0: sometimes it's a, it's hard to get a fight. You know, sure. you know, I get blown off a lot.
2: Yeah, you were I saying do, that. You know, yep. so
0: it kind of like I waste time setting shit up. Yep. Yeah. I understand the game. Yep. I understand it. I'm not yep. bitter about yep. it. But sure. it kind of deters me from doing the one on one right. sometimes mm-hmm. and that's why you kind of see me doing one-on-ones with the same kind of people over and over and sure. have fights because they're um they're reliable reliable yep. great fucking hard yeah, yeah, time yeah, there yeah. and i adapt and i do
2: sure yeah yeah you, you, you make yourself accustomed people. to I what do. but I do. so with uh
0: 2023 you're gonna start doing that in the podcast yeah we are gonna be doing using restream we're gonna be streaming do at least three platforms cool not every show because some shows we're going to be swearing up a storm yeah, showing yeah. porno and shit we can't put on on facebook <laughs> homemade so. porno yeah all that stuff
2: you know mm-hmm. what i mean like on this table and stuff. yeah so, yeah you need a girlfriend really <laughs> so um you know a lot the of house? stuff
0: going <laughs> a lot of stuff going down there and as usual on a wednesday night we want people down here yeah i mean we want people. it's a down good party there. over here yep um i like people calling in but mm-hmm. i like the intimate yeah. atmosphere having yep. someone right there mm-hmm. and be able to Move cameras and shit sure. like that. Sure, yeah. A full house is a, is Love a good it. show. More off uh, fight companions. Yes, yeah. I and like though that. I do miss going to the fights, mm-hmm. but I like being here, drinking uh, beers Our
2: good friend Shane. Um, who, who, no, who, oh. who 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 I said I was rolling with tonight? Fucking Brian Gerson.
0: Oh, Brian Gerson. He I, was is saying he no, no, no. But Bring he him Saturday. Can he come Saturday?
2: He's a busy boy. You All know, right. he's yeah. getting paid. But uh, okay. he was saying that he likes to listen to our uh, clips and, and things like that and, and has been watching that kind of stuff. And thinks, oh, great. Brian and yeah. I, like, we, yeah. I love that kid. Yeah, yeah. And that's
0: why, like, that's why I'm not involved with Cage Titans as no. far as the pre-show and yep. all that stuff mm-hmm. because Brian was their
2: mm-hmm.
0: kind of media mm-hmm. behind-the-scenes guy, yep. and him and I were, like, we met each other
2: Throughout at that, Cage Titans yeah. at the media yep.
0: table, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And we got tight and shit. Mm-hmm. And then you know he started doing working for Cage Titans, mm-hmm. and he brought me. Hey, you want to do the pre-show?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I love that huge thing. connection. Yeah, yeah he's a great he was kid. on. The, he was like my co-host yeah. for a few shows. Yeah, yeah. And he's stuff cool. Like that. Mad yeah. cool.
2: We were trying love to Brian. Like...
0: <clears throat> Excuse me. Lost connection. As we always oh, yeah. do. Yeah. People
2: he's a busy boy. He's trying to make money. Like he was doing. He was talking about doing this um, uh, audio visual for the PBR Pro Bull Riding in Springfield a couple weeks ago.
0: Anything? Uh, he's he's a, yeah. Great with that shit. If you look at you know Cage Titans, the last two couple of years, Mm -hmm. two or three years, he was doing all like a lot of their production, getting it ready for the stream. You know, putting them great videos together with you know,
2: clips, uh, you know, effects, everything. Yeah, everything good. Yeah, good for him.
0: Uh, But Cage Titans, you know, they had to put someone in that slot. They have someone doing the same. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. Brian is really good at what he does. So I miss you, bro. I do miss you. So, uh, with that said, Tommy, you want to say anything before we get out? We'll be
2: here on Saturday doing that fight companion cage Titans. We love it. Shane Dilla. will be in here. My Triforce teammate. We're going to be being Triforce homers and, uh, you know, talking shit about everyone else and, you know, but well, anyone, not, anyone,
0: not necessarily. If, he's a little like you know, yeah, he's he's not so. He's not an asshole like I am. We'll get, a, we'll like we'll get am. some beers in
2: him. Yes. And then, yeah. then and we'll, some weed we'll and open stuff. Up that and guy. and then we'll it'll Point. be uh it'll be Triforce versus everyone. Maybe if anyone wants to fight, up, come on. Fucking, <laughs> yo right in the crotch on area. Yeah, he We were we were partying for our for the the gym uh Triforce holiday party Friday at the thirsty Beaver and yeah he was there and we were all having a great time and everyone's just glad to be down there you know.
0: How was it? Leave off
2: on that. It was very cool. Was mellow good? last year was wild. Yeah. You know, the, the, the booze was flowing and yeah, the beavers were thirsty mellow. this year. Yeah. You know, you know, come some of the owners, uh, Keith Jeffrey is a, a newly father of two now. You know, he yeah. has a baby. He's got a couple of years older. So, you know, mellow, you know. Yeah, yeah we're all getting yeah. a little older. He we want to kind of just came in. Yeah. Slapping yeah. Yeah. And people and coach Pete Jeffrey was happy with that. Yeah. All his disciples were in there and were there ready to fucking go. So. Excellent. Triforce in 2023 is, is going to be wild.
0: Excellent. Well, yeah. we'll be watching a couple of them on uh, yeah. fucking Saturday night, man, right. at uh, Cage Titans 57 Fight Companion. Uh, we will not be showing the fights or any of that. Nope. We will be showing whatever's on Instagram. We're talking Instagram, the fights. Talking the fights. Yep. We'll be showing whatever clips or people getting their hands raised on Instagram yep. from Looking forward sites, to that. That's that going to be fun. It. We are not here to take... Stream money. Or no. any, we're here just to drink beers and not have to travel. To and talk shit watch the and watch so, the fights
2: ourselves. You know, and pay for the fights exactly. and, and support yeah, the we're cause. Gonna pay twenty
0: five bucks to fucking. We're pay. Uh, so with that said, um, last co- two things, I want to say congratulations to Sean Lally, the unpredictable one, mm, one for yes. his new baby. Absolutely, uh, I do believe he had a new baby girl. And Dennis Sweetbread Pieva has a brand new baby Mm -hmm. daughter as well. So um, congratulations to both of you. I think Sean's was, uh, you know, a couple of days before Christmas or a couple of days after. But I know Dennis was just, uh, you know, a yesterday couple
2: of days Yeah right, A yeah. couple of days You I just posted it So Another Congratulations tri-force. guys man Um well, family is everything guys Yes
0: Hopefully we have a couple Of new female fighters In the region In shit. 18 years These, these
2: guys Kids <laughs> Holy shit Imagine Imagine yeah, the I, daughters I From I these guys I might be alive by we'll see These babies will probably <laughs> Kick the fuck out of us now You know what I mean The Lally and Pivea <laughs> Fucking baby
0: Alright my man We gotta get the fuck out of here Cause we're only gonna go Fucking hour We went an hour twenty. So Make sure to tune in Um Saturday night. Seven o'clock. YouTube here uh, for our Cage Titans 57 fight companion. Yep. If you want to see the other side of the coin and some guys talking through the fights, uh,
2: watch it. Join it. Yep. We out. Tommy. Adios. Love you, man. Love you. Bye.